0: Fast Pass to Fridays. I am your
1: host Devin, and I'm Carrie. And today we are talking
0: about our top ten Walt Disney World vacation tips. So to kick us off, we are starting with staying on Disney property, and we have about ten tips or so. We have some honorable mentions included as well, mm-hmm. but um, and we'll go into more detail as we go through them. But our first one is staying at a hotel on Disney's property. (laughs) So you have the option to stay at either a value hotel, a moderate hotel, or a deluxe hotel. Um, In total, there's a little over 25 different resorts on Disney property, so you have plenty of options to choose from. Um, The value resorts are a little bit more budget friendly, um, and you usually see a lot more families staying at these resorts. Um, The moderately priced hotels are somewhat in the middle, and they're all very heavily themed, a little bit more spread out, Um, and then the deluxe resorts are so beautiful, and and have the advantage of most of them being connected to the monorail. So easy transportation to get to a couple of the parks. And just it's their properties are so expansive and amazing. And the prices are definitely higher, but honestly, they can't be beat. So, yeah, that's the, the little breakdown of some of the resorts.
1: Yeah, and we've stayed at a lot of different ones while at Disney because we've gone a couple times We stayed at, like, the most recent was Art of Animation. We liked that one. We stayed there in February when we did the Princess uh, Races. Um, We've stayed at the, you know, the ones near um, Disney Springs right there. This, um, like, the Marriott, I believe it was. Right, Devin?
0: Yeah, so there's, like, a group, I think, of six resorts that are off to the side of Disney Springs that... Are technically still on Disney property. They're just not as well themed as the others, Mm -hmm. but there is still the transportation of the bus, and you can easily get to the parks that way. Um, Also, definitely more budget friendly um, if you don't want to, you know, spend a little extra staying closer to the actual theme parks themselves. You can stay closer to Disney Springs, right? Um, And it's nice because
1: yeah, it's nice. It's nice because well, when we went we would always just walk over at night and grab dinner or grab yeah. dessert. But it's a nice, quick walk. So if you do want to try a lot of the food that we were talking about um, in one of our la- last episodes at Disney Springs, I highly suggest staying in one of those and eating dinner at one of the many restaurants they have over there.
0: Yeah, it's always a good option. Disney Springs is so popular now and it has so many good places to eat and then every resort does have its own cafeteria so it's easy to get breakfast and then jump on the bus to go to the park um each hotel also has you know a lot of fancier dinner places as well again themed to each hotel um like i've stayed at a lot of the moderate ones they seem to be my favorites like the caribbean beach um Then there's also uh, Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter, Um, and then you also have the deluxe ones, which I stayed at the Grand Floridian years ago, and it was so amazing, and we've also stayed at the Contemporary, that one's... um, It's a classic. (laughs) Yeah, it's a classic, and Carrie and um, her family usually stay there because of the easy transportation of the monorail with Chrissy, Um, so... Yeah, I don't even know what I was saying. I can go off on a tangent with
1: these. (laughs) Um,
0: But yeah, they all offer, you know, Some offer the monorail, all of them offer the bus transportation, and if you stay on Disney property as well, you have the awesome option to use their Magical Express Bus, which takes you from the airport and takes your luggage to your hotel on Disney property, and so it's super easy to jump on, and it costs you nothing, and that comes with staying on property.
1: Right, and if you guys aren't staying overnight, so you're not able to stay on the property, um... If you wanted to, you could park at one of the hotels for free and then use that bus transportation. I don't yeah. know if people tell you about that one, but the hotel parking is free most of the time, so find one of those and grab the bus. It's also to too, bus.
0: if you are on a budget, you don't always have to go to a park every day. Like mm-hmm. We resort hop all the time. Um, Like the deluxe resorts, Polynesian and Grand Floridian and Contemporary, they're all pretty close together, and some are within walking distance. And you can, like I said before, you can visit the restaurants. There's plenty of shopping, too, in each one. And again, each one has such unique themed, um, you know, like corridors, and then, you know, you can go anywhere and take pictures, like on the, you know, Grand Floridian Beach or the Polynesian, like over by the pool it's just so neat and those are centered around the lake and it's just it, it's a different experience at each one you stay at but definitely worth it because you also which leads into our number 2 of getting your fast pass in order um, if you stay on property you can get your fast passes 60 days in advance Whereas if you were staying off Disney property, you could only book them up to 30 days in advance of your stay. So that is another bonus of staying on Disney property. But yeah, so fast passes is number two. You guys definitely want to be on top of this as soon as 7 a.m. hits um, the 60 days before you you get to Disney that first day of your um, of your theme park admission. So. Uh, And there are tiers as far as Fast Passes go. Um, There are no tiers for Magic Kingdom, however, just because there are so many rides and it's kind of hard to break up which ones are the most popular because they're all really super popular and usually pretty packed on the regular. But Epcot, Hollywood Studios and Disney's Animal Kingdom, they actually have uh, two different tiers. So Group A and Group B. So you'd only be able to choose um, one fast pass from the group A, and then you can choose two fast passes from group B, so three in total. And you want to do that either at uh, WaltDisneyWorld.com. You can go onto your My Disney Experience um, login and choose it that way, or you can go on the app and choose your fast passes that way as well. But you definitely want to do these as far in advance as you can because a lot of the group A ones are gone like that. so
1: yeah, and when it's super busy, I don't know how how often you guys go, but when we went in February uh, during the race weekend, oh my goodness, it was wall to wall, just just so many people. you couldn't even scoop by someone. The lines were hours long. The lines for everything were just like, 45 minutes at, at the least.
0: At least. Yeah, um, And we didn't, unfortunately, really do any Fast Passes just because we were with such a large group of people. So that oh, yeah. is something to take into account. And not everyone has to have the same Fast Pass. Like, if you want to go on a ride that your friend doesn't, just book that Fast Pass for yourself, and then your friend will be able to book something else for themselves. Um, right. But some of the more popular rides that you would try to get a fast pass for would probably be, for Magic Kingdom Carrie, I would probably say, like, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Oh Space yeah. Mountain,
1: well, if you um, don't mind, of the yeah, <laughs> if you don't mind that the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is almost always broken down, so you gotta <laughs> choose that one wisely, <laughs> but, absolutely, yeah, but everything else, but like, all your favorites, time. yep, yep. Yeah, and some
0: of the more classic ones like Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean tend to get a little longer, and like Haunted Mansion as well. So, um, yeah, so those are for Magic Kingdom. Epcot, Frozen Ever After is just always a long line, so definitely might want to get a fast pass for that one, or Soarin' or Test Track. Um, And then Hollywood Studios, usually, um, now that Toy Story Land is open. Oh, Slinky
1: um, Dog. Slinky
0: dog, yeah, the mm-hmm. Slinky dog coaster, and then Toy Story Mania, and usually Rock and Roller Coaster or Tower of Terror, are, like the first ones to go. But yeah,
1: well, you know what always blows my mind is I feel like every time I go to Hollywood Studios, Tower of Terror it really isn't that long of a line.
0: No, I feel like, well, and that's the other thing too, is you can, once you use your three fast passes, you are able to then book another fast pass, or if you ever wanted to cancel one, um, you can continually, um, oh, I don't know what I'm saying, (laughs) you can check fast (laughs) pass on your app throughout the day, and things change, like people cancel their reservations, so you can easily pick up a fast pass, Mm -hmm. and make it on your favorite ride during the day when you least expect it. So keep uploading that and checking whenever you can. But, um, and then last but not least animal kingdom, you need, you need to get the fast pass to flight of passage. <laughs> yeah, There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about that. See, and, uh, that's,
1: yep. That's the one that's going to make you want to wake up at, what is it how early in the morning? Is it at 12? 7am. 7am in the morning. Book that one. Also now that, you know, Star Wars has its own land, I'm sure those are gonna be very, very long and who knows when those fast passes are gonna be available, but holy cow, those will be long lines, so
0: Yeah. As soon and, as those um, are
1: available, get those.
0: Yeah, you can so fast passes are yeah, sixty days in advance if you're on property. Um I'm sure, you know, we'll go into this one in a little bit more detail down the road in a future podcast, but uh, then also the only other thing is you don't need fast pass for dining, but you can book dining reservations 180 days in advance and you can still use the app for that and, um, do all those reservations way, way in advance and sort of similar to fast pass. A lot of the good restaurants, they tend to get, uh, you know, booked up pretty, pretty fast, especially in the more popular, um, times during the day. So get on that as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, going back to staying on Disney property, though, extra magic hours, too. If you guys are staying on Disney property, you get uh, availability to all the parks and extra magic hours. So, know that one. If you are debating staying on property or not, you do get those extra couple hours. If you're not one for, you know, early morning rises just to get a little closer in line, maybe it's not worth it. Uh, maybe if you have like a large family and it's hard to get up and going i know when we go with our whole group of family it's sometimes a little hard to get everybody on the same page on when we're actually leaving the hotel room (laughs) so yes so extra magic hours if your whole group is is thinking about maybe getting that extra time in or, or um you know staying late at night too so that is always an option if you stay on disney property
0: Yeah, so with the extra magic hours, usually it's um, an hour earlier you can get into the parks. Um, And this all you can check online, too, for which parks have the extra magic hours. It's not every day, so Mm -hmm. that's something you want to check. And then if you are staying on Disney property, you can just turn on your TV, and it always automatically pops up to like the Disney parks um, times and everything that's happening of like shows and entertainment as well. So you'll be able to find that there. Um, But you can usually do extra magic hours for two hours after a park. So you get a little bit more time there. I think more people opt for the after hours. Um, But I do know that with the addition of Star Wars Land – You can use extra, extra magic hours, which are available September 1st through November 2nd. And you can go as early as 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. to Hollywood Studios during that whole month of September, basically. So take advantage of that. I don't care if you have to just sleep (laughs) <laughs> underneath the hollywood studio sign leading to the park but you definitely want to get there early for the opening of star wars
1: oh so. yeah and and you know just so you guys know um a lot of people take advantage of these extra magic hours so even though you're going early in the morning there is still going to be a crowd don't expect it to be really empty because there's going to be a line to get into the park too and then there will be crowds while you're in the park still trying to go on rides so It's not going to be super empty. It's still going to be pretty packed, but it'll be better than if you were trying to go on
0: um,
1: Flight of Passage at like 3 (laughs) p.m.
0: Oh, definitely. And um, yeah, you still have to do, you know, a security check-in. You need that valid theme park admission. It's just extended hours, so hopefully your waits will be shorter. um, And then usually people are letting out from the parades and fireworks and everything. So you kind of bypass all those people and just go straight to the rides and you're good. But Mm -hmm. early mornings tend to fill up. Like I remember that was my first thing for Animal Kingdom when Pandora opened and I wanted to go on Flight of Passage so bad. I was standing in line an hour early in a sea of people and I still waited two and a half hours. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But if you're willing to do it and take advantage of that extra magic hour time and it is free for people who stay on property, go for it.
1: Absolutely. Um, so our next one is kind of a big one. It's it's pretty hefty. You guys should definitely familiar yourself familiar familiarize yourself. <laughs> oh okay, my goodness. You. <laughs> <laughs> familiarize yourself with the app. Um so Disney does have an app in case you don't know. Definitely download it before your next trip. This app gives you access to everything, guys. Immediately when you open it up, there's a map telling you the wait times for for rides in all of the parks, that's where you can get your fast passes. Like Devin said earlier, you can make dining reservations, all, like park hours. Everything is located on that app. So um, knowing how to really work it before you get to the park is kind of important, too, because if, you know, like Devin says, you were to want to change your fast passes, that's how you want to do it right there in the app. And, and you know, it's kind of hard when you're so hot out and, there's a million people around, and you're trying to figure this thing out if you don't know how to use it. So, um, I would just at least go through it, download it, um, play around with it, know where everything is, and just teach yourself how to really do the basics on it before you go- get actually into the park.
0: Yeah, I find that it's been a huge help, especially because you can see the wait times mm-hmm. live. So, if oh, you're yeah. questioning, like, you know, if one ride on the opposite side of the park is even you know open for operation and not broken down or whether it's you know an hour wait time or it's five minutes and if it's worth it to walk all the way across the park when you're already tired and five hours into the day like it can tell you then and there and then that way you're not wasting as much time getting across the park and then realizing oh maybe I don't want to do that and then trying to figure something else out but you definitely um just know that it does drain your battery I mean (laughs) <laughs> the wifi at Disney is constantly being bombarded and everyone's on their cell phones. So just know that, um, it is important and you should log in and navigate it way before your first, you know, theme park day. <laughs> that way you know exactly what you're doing. I mean, we, we've definitely done that in the past, um, but I guess that can lead into what's next, care kind of photo pass because you can access that on the app as well.
1: Oh yeah. So in case you guys didn't know, um, Disney workers, some of them actually, if you've never known, there's a Disney college program, and so kids who are going to college, I actually have a couple friends who have done this and who are going to do this even after graduating. So uh, hey guys, if you're actually listening to this, but um, small shout out, um, but. So, yeah, they have a Disney College program, and one of my friends actually was in the Disney College program, and she was one of um, the PhotoPass people, and they're not allowed to say no if you ask them to take a good picture of you guys in front of the castle with your own camera. So, if you don't want to pay the price of, you know, that one picture that they took on their professional camera giving you, um, you know, they used to scan it onto your your bands, and, and now they just end up going on your app, too, so... Um, if you don't want to pay the price to actually purchase that picture, you can always ask them to take a picture of your family or whoever you're with, with your camera, either your phone or a nice camera. And they'll say yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah, they should. I mean, they're all so friendly and they do such a good job. Mm -hmm. And like Carrie said, they'll scan it to your magic band and it'll go right on your app and you'll see it there like literally minutes after. But yeah, if you don't want to pay the price of buying a, I think it's a memory maker, then yeah, just ask them to use your phone for it. And the other really cool thing too about PhotoPass people is there are options for what's called a magic shot. So I know Magic Kingdom does a lot of these, but there's specific photo spots in the entire theme park that those photo pass service people can take a photo of you and you can hold out your hand and magically Tinkerbell appears or you can stand in front of the theme park gates and Peter Pan's flying overhead or Stitch is eating an ice cream cone next to you. There's all these really cool, fun additions that they just sprinkle their pixie dust on and magically they appear in your photos on the app. So, And it's really cool.
1: 100 mm-hmm. percent um and then going around with the you know the photo pass the app all that stuff um and we talked about the wait times and the fast passes when you guys are planning your disney vacation this is our next tip by the way um know the rides that you and your group want to go on the absolutely must do's when you go to disney it's going to make it so much easier Especially if you're in kind of like a large group and not everybody wants to go on the same ride instead of standing there and probably trying to figure out what everybody's doing for ten minutes. You already know like, well, this group of people wants to go on Tower of Terror and this group of people want to go on Rock and Roller Coaster. And maybe then you can coordinate, like Devin said, your fast passes and not everybody has to do the same thing and, and go at the same time. So I would definitely uh figure out with your group the absolute must-dos when you go. Because not everybody has the same idea of how they want their Disney trip to play out, and that's totally fine. A lot of people don't like roller coasters, and a lot of people maybe just want to chill out for a day and go by the pool in their hotel instead of paying for another day at the park. Or maybe some people want to go shopping at Disney Springs while others go to the park, and that's totally fine. Just kind of get an idea of what everybody wants to do and what everybody has to absolutely buy, go on, or eat before you get to Disney.
0: Yeah. I mean, Carrie said it right. Planning is key with Disney trips. Otherwise, you know, you're wasting valuable time, valuable money. Yeah. Um, and like Carrie said, just, you know, budgeting and Being just aware of your group or even if you're going solo, what you really want to accomplish while you're there. And if this is, you know, your first time or it's your last time or you haven't been in five years and you won't be there again for another five years, you really need to take advantage of all Disney has to offer, um, which is also... um, get their gift cards. So Disney has their own gift cards. You can purchase them at Target and you get 5% off, which is really cool if you have the Target Red Card. Um they make excellent gifts if you know someone going to the park. Um you can give them. I think they they go pretty high. I think they're yep. the
1: they can least go up to like 500. Like,
0: oh, really? That's yeah. amazing. Um I think the least 2 I've seen is maybe like 20. Um but I know we've used them previously at like Epcot just because you can use them for literally anything. You can use them for theme park admission, for food, for um, buying an annual pass, but we've used it at Epcot to budget, um, all of our food items. So, because going to Epcot, obviously, you know, you're going to eat a lot of food and have a lot of drinks. So if you purchase a gift card, you can put $50 on it. And that way, you know, you're only spending the 50 towards that food mm-hmm. and it is very budget friendly. And then it also allows for less cash that you have to have on hand. Um, yeah. yeah. You,
1: you guys know when you're using a credit card or a debit card, you don't think about the number you just you just think oh I'll just put it on the card and I think we're all victims of that thought so having the gift cards with the actual limit built into it is super handy oh yeah
0: because like you have your magic band and usually also you can um on your magic band it's whatever you know your Disney Visa card or if it's an Amex whatever you have that as your money basically on that magic band so basically you're just swiping you're signing in that magic band buying your drinks and you have no idea how much you spent but with the gift card you just hand that little guy over and they'll give you a receipt and it'll tell you what that remaining leftover is so it's really smart um they give you actual like little keychain ones um and you can wear them around your wrists and they're super cute and they're themed as well with little disney characters so yeah really really a good
1: option i think personally yeah and just you know budgeting yourself in general like if you don't go the gift card route definitely create a budget for yourself because it is so easy for money to just fly out of your pocket when you're at disney because all of the cute stuff all of the great food and drinks honestly if i had a thousand dollars it would probably all go to disney just i just want it all so (laughs) so it's just so easy exactly you know it's so easy you're gonna go through all these stores and you're gonna find everything that you want to take home that maybe your wallet or your suitcase doesn't allow but if you really budget it and figure out what what i really want to get or um you know like what i really want to eat or any of that stuff then it would be a little bit easier like we said planning is just so big going in blind to disney is hard guys if you don't have a plan do it. It, it's <laughs> hard, yeah you gotta be i would say like a very experienced veteran to go in blind and have you know the ability to just plan right on the spot we have to have some kind of some kind of idea of what you want to do um at least both of us do we're, we're planners so um yeah, yeah. so i mean like, knowing a plan is big
0: and even just to the point of like when you're packing before the trip like what to bring um you know one of our top things is a mobile charger for your phone just because like you said before that app drains your battery i mean having your phone with you all day trying to connect with whoever you're with it drains it um just think about all the people on their phone at the park. I mean, it's crazy, but uh so like if you get, let's say a mobile charger on Amazon, you could pro- I mean, you can get one for like $15 maybe, and it's still really good quality. Oh yeah. But if you forget to do that and plan ahead, then you're going to have to get one at the park, which it's not the worst thing. I mean, I think there are, 30 dollars or so but um, come on
1: here save some money go to five below even if you guys yeah, wherever you yeah, guys are at if you guys have cute. five below it's like a dollar store everything's five and under so I mean those things Oh, so in case you guys didn't know number eight is get a portable charger on our tips um but <laughs> yeah I mean like just just invest the five to fifteen dollars um usually they hold up to like a hundred percent Battery, you know, not even portable charger, but if you if you are one to be on your phone for work or just anything during the day all the time, maybe get like a charging case. I had one of those one year and it was the most handy thing. You go into the park with automatic two hundred percent battery. And Devin and I are real big picture takers, and like we said, the service, the app just drains your battery. So um, you don't want to be that person. You know, you you can bring a cord and plug it into the wall because they have plugs. But do you want to really sit there for 30 minutes while your phone charges instead of doing you fun want to be cool that Disney things? <laughs> yeah, I want don't to go back to the hotel and have to charge your phone. Yeah, don't be that person. Be the one who brings the portable charger that all their friends go, "Oh gosh, darn it, why didn't I think
0: about that?" Exactly. And like, well, let, and yeah, and like I said, they have them in the parks and you can purchase it just one time and then you know, your phone, you can charge it fully up, and then you can drop off that little charger at one of the stations they have and get a brand new one for free. So it's a one and done deal. But honestly, it makes it takes the total worrying and anxiety out of it, you know, early on. So that way, it's, it's totally planned and prepared. And you don't have to, you know, Mm -hmm. have a second thought about it. But Mm -hmm. also in what to bring, um, staying in that same number you know, you can bring food, you can bring bring drinks into the park. Um, oh, yeah. So,
1: so, number nine, bring your snacks and bring your own water bottles. So, yeah. if you bring a plastic water bottle, you can get it into the park if it's not open. If it still has its seal, they let you bring it in. And snacks, too, they'll let you bring your snacks in. If you have your own water bottle, that is actually going to have to go in empty. And then you can fill up your water while you're there. Um, but um, it definitely. Just makes
0: sense too again, going back to budgeting. I mean, do you really want to pay five to seven bucks for a water bottle at each <laughs> little part?
1: Oh,
0: no. You see? <laughs> no, just bring your own and then fill it up, and you can fill it up for free. They can do that for you at Starbucks. At most restaurants, don't yeah. feel ashamed to do that, especially because you're walking around so much. It's so hot. Like if they're you, not gonna
1: if, say no. Yeah, if you guys are like us, you become a sweaty mess in the first hour. Yes. Oh, that's why. If you ever see pictures of us at Disney, if it's either it's either early in the morning when we still look decent, <laughs> or it's right after we come back from the hotel <laughs> where it's the afternoon, but we just had to you know fix ourselves up a little bit because right it's just so hot all the time. You guys <laughs> so gotta stay hydrated. I have fainted. It's not fun. It's not worth it. Drink a lot of water. And if you yes. guys are hungry make sure you eat because i have also made that mistake and my body is not well equipped for the heat i am more than one. <laughs> i am from illinois we we are used to 30 below so
0: are you new here
1: <laughs> um, i'm not carrie
0: is, not <laughs> carrie's absolutely uh, right and carrie didn't even mention that your gluten so if you have a food allergy and you're unsure of the restaurants in the park or what you can eat, just bring snacks with you. I mean, it's mm-hmm. really a great option. Or if you're on a diet plan um, and you don't want to have to worry about the hassle of potentially getting something that would be off plan, just bring a healthy snack. It's, it's that easy.
1: Wait, Devin, um, are you saying people don't want to eat burgers and fries and turkey legs every day?
0: Uh, I mean turkey legs are super (laughs) high in protein, but also like that's my total calorie allotment for a day. So I don't know. I mean and it's so hot. Like turkey legs on a a hot August park day.
1: It's like eating soup in the summer.
0: It makes me cringe to think about it. And then and then you want the dole whip.
1: Oh the dole
0: whip. So it's just a snowball effect. Honestly, but also what I wanted to mention when Carrie was saying that we sweat a lot, you want to bring a small stick of deodorant. Hopefully it doesn't melt, but also like those blotting papers.
1: Those oh, are all you they ladies clean. out there who they still wear makeup. Vaccines. Oh, yep. yep.
0: Yep. Just pack those in your purse, pack them in your bag. Um, I actually bring some like makeup with me. I bring the rose water spray just to freshen my face up um, and sunscreen. Definitely.
1: We should do another one on what we bring to Disney. Yeah,
0: what's in our Disney bag? What's,
1: oh my god. What's in your Disney bag? All right, see you next time with what's in <laughs> <laughs> Totally
0: going off on a tangent. Oh yeah. Good,
1: but Can't expect anything there. else. Um, at least we haven't really
0: we haven't really talked about too much food though. I'm
1: impressed. I don't know, we talked about some Dole Whip and turkey legs, so we had to throw something in there. <laughs>
0: you're, you're right, you're right, you're absolutely right.
1: Um, um, I also, you owe me a dollar every time you mention I'm gluten-free in a, in a podcast, so. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I am, uh, yeah. I you just look really out for me, it's fine, I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> right. You have
0: a large fan base of gluten-free people, so. Do
1: I? All you gluten-free friends out there, <laughs> let me know I have, have a fan base. That's I have a fan base? Since when? <laughs>
0: That
1: should be your Instagram handle, gluten free Disney. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh but, but anyway. <laughs> Watch me turn that up. Yeah, follow me at gluten free friendly Disney account. No churros for me. Hashtag SAD <laughs> The one with zero followers. <laughs> the one with the handle too long enough it doesn't even fit on the <laughs> uh all right well yeah um, f- follow me at that handle why don't you but uh <laughs> all right we're at we're at number 10 um it's not a sprint it's what? a marathon 30 minutes in we're at number 10 <laughs> um oh, i did
0: want to mention um with the gift cards the only really like big thing that you can't purchase um at Disney is uh, your Disney Run Disney event. So, oh yep. Fun fact: you cannot use a Disney gift card for any of the Run Disney races. And that come on, Disney! <laughs> I know, but it's through an active.com account, so it's technically not totally related to Disney. So that's Disney no-go. hosts. Sorry, guys.
1: Yes, so yeah. it's it's a big collab. So, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not totally Disney. But but we highly suggest if you haven't checked out our Princess Marathon podcast, go listen to that one. Oh, yeah. We we babble on that one too. We should
0: do more on that as well. I could go on forever.
1: (laughs) We do um, go on forever. (laughs) We could go on forever plus one. True. All right. um, Number 10. Uh, This one's. Yeah. Woo! um, (laughs) 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 This one's actually probably my favorite. Just because this is something kind of closer to our family and this is you know if you guys want to if you're frequent flyers at disney um we suggest making a disney tradition do you want to go off that Deb?
0: yeah like so for us our first tradition was the day we would get into florida or drive from carrie's florida home to disney world we would always stop at downtown disney now known as disney springs but back in the day it was downtown disney
1: and um bring, back always... disney. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back Hashtag. Um,
0: we would always go to planet hollywood and that would just be our favorite spot to eat i mean it was just so well themed at the time and you could always take a picture outside the globe um with a backdrop and we would take um a family photo there so that was one of our traditions. And we have this for Sadly, I know you don't want to see them, but they do exist and <laughs> the pictures that's, that's are not cute. <laughs> they're not cute, but <laughs> nevertheless, they are what they are and we love them, even though they're a little heinous. But
1: Devin that was one of ours. Devin um, wears a Puka Shell necklace. <laughs> I got my oval rim glasses with my side bangs and braces. But oh you know, God. I don't I don't trust nobody without an awkward phase. Kids these days are looking like Instagram models coming out of the womb, so I don't really trust them.
0: Seriously, are you an influencer? <laughs>
1: um, you gotta, you gotta I mean, have yeah, a rough I mean, time to appreciate the glow up.
0: Yeah, that's true. Very, very
1: true. <laughs> but, but we did.
0: Yes. I'm trying to think. We did that. I mean, there's just certain rides that we'll all go on together, um, and then we, you know, we all try to stay at the same resort typically. Um,
1: but yeah, for, we yeah. We have a couple of traditions. Um, the most, the most well known of our of our family, you know, was eating at Planet Hollywood, and of course now they did the renovation, and it's not the same. They don't offer the picture, so for the past couple of years we haven't done that. Um, but something that we've always done, um, and Deb, you probably um, remember, we always go on Buzz Lightyear in. Uh, um, I was gonna say Planet Hollywood oh my gosh in Magic Kingdom um, just because my sister is in a wheelchair and Disney is amazing with accommodating for everything for allergies for for wheelchairs for everything um, so there are so many rides that are wheelchair accessible but um, Star Wars oh my gosh I there I go again <laughs> everything Disney is just colliding in my head right now um Star Wars, Star Wars everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, but Chrissy loves that ride. So um she yeah. she actually can't speak, so she'll always type out um one person's name that she wants to ride that ride with her that year. So we all go on it as a family, but Chrissy gets to pick who rides with her in the wheelchair accessible cart. Um, but I think that's one of our also, like, big traditions. We always have to go on that ride. It's what we go to first.
0: We We even waited, I think, like, close to an
1: hour and a half last time for it, which was ridiculous.
0: But FYI, not worth an hour and a half. But for Chrissy, it's worth anything. But, um... Oh,
1: so cheese. So cheese.
0: (laughs) Shout out to Keeks. Um... (laughs) But no, honestly, yeah, Disney cast members are above and beyond like helpful for anyone with, like Carrie said, an allergy um, or special needs or anything. I mean, I, for Chrissy, they even let us ride the ride a couple times just because, and they literally shut down the ride, you guys. So we enter through a separate doorway and, you know, where Chrissy can mm-hmm. easily go on with her wheelchair. They let down a mm-hmm. ramp to get onto the ride. Um, and they just do it so easily and honestly if you were standing in line you wouldn't know you know if the ride was broken down or anything they just do it so quickly and they're so on top of it yep and they're so nice about it and then they also give you like stickers they're just so great so yes. shout out to any cast member listening listening you guys you make you make the experience what it is oh
1: yeah Kristen loves disney oh my gosh all you guys go up to her what's up princess and she just eats it up so We appreciate you. You make days, you make weeks, you make months, you make years. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's our 10. Although, an extra bonus, honorable mention, we do want to tell you how to plan what time you're going to Disney. Because the the least busy times at Disney – are Labor Day to the beginning of October, and then a little bit in mid-January, according to some articles that I found online. So if you were looking through, um, I don't know, anywhere online trying to find what the least busy time is to go make your trip, I would suggest those times. Um, Of course, when it gets to um, December, like November, December, um, or like even like late October, you know, Halloween through Christmas, busy. New Year's even. Busy. Right after New Year's, mid-January, everyone's probably going back to school or work or whatever. So a little bit better. And But then as soon as it gets to February, that's race time. Or March, that's spring break. And then summer, really busy. So those yeah. times are probably the best to pack up and head that way. If you can, get your family or your friends there during those times.
0: Honestly, just when kids are out of school, it's usually the busiest because that's when kids can obviously go on vacations. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you do want to think of that. And also, um, PSA, there is a website which is called Disney World Crowd Calendar, and it updates all the time. And you can see via their color coding um, where when there are heavy crowds, above average crowds, average crowds, below average crowds, and then the lightest crowds. And it's all color coordinated, like I said. And you can check literally down to the day of how crowded the parks will be that you want to go go to. So um, look into that before planning your trip. Um, you can even ask your travel agent what they think. And, um, yeah, just know that there's there's always a huge – event or two going on at disney now like now there's all the festivals at epcot there's the run disney races so those weekends are tend to be very booked up especially for the value resorts so if that is something that like a value resort is somewhere you'd want to stay maybe choose a different weekend when it's less crowded and you'll be able to save a lot more money by staying in one of those and not having to compete against all the crowds but Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely look up that website before you start planning, just so you know, or you can even see that, you know, Magic Kingdom is super busy for, you know, those three days, like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which typically that's not, that's a terrible example, like usually Friday, (laughs) Saturday, and Sunday, so maybe you plan to go to Magic Kingdom like a Monday and a Tuesday, just because you know that's a lighter day as far as kids, because they'll be in school, especially if, you know, local kids are visiting, so take advantage of that. Um, and that's definitely a good honorable mention. So. Right. Yeah.
1: So there's our 10 plus honorable mention tips. Um, <laughs> if you guys want us to do a what's in our Disney bag podcast, please let us know. Um, we've said this before and I'll say it again. We started this podcast cause we want to be a little bit more involved with you guys than we have been in the past. Um, Here's a little subtle plug. We also just dropped a new t shirt in our store, Zippity Tees. So, if you guys are thinking about maybe grabbing some clothes before you go to Disney, check us out. It's Zippity Tees on Instagram and Facebook. We also have our own website, zippitytees.com. And right now, actually, we're in our July sale, right, Deb?
0: Yeah, so you can actually save 15% off your entire order with our code JulySale. Just type that in at checkout and you can save 15% off. Yeah. And we have, like to said, our new shirt out, which is uh, Disney donut inspired. So <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: we, have, we have a little Disney or Mickey head donut on um, the top left corner of the shirts. And yep. they are uh, featured on our website right now. So you can get that. But also, it's cool. This also goes into the tradition thing. One of my newest traditions is getting a different food item each time I go to Disney World. So they have yeah. all these limited edition snacks. So it's really cool to snag one up while you're there and say you got that limited edition treat. So it's like right. a tradition, but at the same time, you're doing something different each time. So boom, there's that. Boom. And uh, <laughs> one more thing, we have to we have to pick a winner for this week's discount. So I have one picked right here. And it is Caroline Bohan, so Caroline underscore Bohan. You just received 20% off our shop. You will get a DM from us soon, and feel free to take advantage of that now.
1: Get that donut tea. (laughs) I made that one.
0: (laughs) There's so many different colors, too. You could get the vanilla icing. You could get the chocolate, the strawberry.
1: Get that beautiful pink strawberry icing. (laughs)
0: Uh my babe you need it everyone needs one A yeah. strawberry donut for
1: you for you everyone look underneath your chairs you're all going home <laughs> <laughs> anybody catch that oprah joke no okay fine um but thanks to back up um <laughs> if you guys are liking our teas thank you for all the love and support we have some more coming out slowly but surely so we have some um, that we just want to take some pictures of, get printed, and then hopefully put up our, on our website. So, we have some in mind. They're coming out, our summer stuff. And it, I mean, come on, 15% off all of July. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why um, why not?
0: Yeah, and if you don't follow us already, follow us on our Instagram page at Fast to Fridays. Our other account, obviously our small shop, Zippity Tees. You can follow us there, too, for updates on our shop. And you can follow us on Facebook at Zippity Tees as well. And you can follow our personal accounts. But honestly, we're not that cool, so maybe don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> not
1: that cool, guys. Sorry. Sorry. But um, also, too. Uh, one last subtle plug before we end our forty-five minute plus podcast. Sorry, guys. Ooh. Woo! Nice commute to work going on right there. But there we go. Um, if you guys would, we would love for you guys to review our podcast, share it with your friends, any other Disney lovers. Just because we are on Apple, um, or I guess yeah, Apple Music. Is is, is that what I'm talking about? Apple Music. I use Spotify, sorry guys. There's so many Apple things. Whew, all right. There's a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> um, but give us a review on there because, you know, the more stars and more reviews we have, the higher we're bumped up and people can see us and follow us and listen to us. So, um, if you guys can, give us a little review. Give us a little shout out on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere. We'd love to see it. Tag us, too. Yeah, and then if also if you have any ideas on what you want us to talk about in these podcasts, we're always looking. we're always looking for new ideas, so... Feel free to reach out.
0: I don't know, Carrie. I like your idea of the Disney bag thing. I think that'll be our next
1: one. we got a couple. I'm actually going to see Devin in a few weeks, so we'll actually be in the same room. We'll actually be able to annoy you all through the same recording on my laptop. High definition, Devin. (laughs) (laughs) Can that be your Instagram handle? No. All right. (laughs) All right, well, we better wrap up. Thank you, everyone, who uh, is listening to all of our podcasts, listening to this podcast. Congrats on our winner for this podcast. Everybody else, you win anyway because we get 15% off the whole month of July. You're all winners. You're all winners in our hearts. All right,
0: well, we love you guys to infinity and beyond,
1: and we will talk to you soon. Oh, my gosh, cheese balls over here. Oh, bye, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bye.